This is a slaying moment. everybody and welcome back to another episode of slaying for me how are you guys doing happy women's history month yeah we still here um so last week we had a beautiful interview with giovanni jackson i hope you guys had the opportunity to go listen and hear her beautiful creative story creative journey um, I thought it was a great conversation, you know, being able to talk with someone who is also a creator like yourself and we're in the same industry. It was just so, so rejuvenating and to hear her beautiful story and her journey back to her purpose is it always gives me life when I hear those purpose stories and people rediscovering what God is pulling them to do. So it's always great. It's always great. So last week, as I said it before, I um celebrated my birthday on International Women's Day. And um, it, I mean, it was a great birthday. It's my Jesus year. And I say that because it's a year to me of shifting. Like it's so many things, you know, I'm halfway there being 35, but I'm just 33. You know, I just three years into my thirties and you learn so much about yourself in, in three years. But you know, I'm, I'm so excited. I just got a feeling that so many amazing things that's going to happen. And one thing that I love, like, you know, birthdays bring out people like randoms, but also birthdays bring out, you know, um, people showing their appreciation for you. And I'm, I'm one of those people. I, 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 follow what Big Sean says, you know, it's not what people say in front of your face is what they say behind your back and behind closed doors. And I got so many beautiful, thoughtful text messages from people, my friends, like people that I don't talk to every day, people that I'm associated with, not my friends, my family, but people I'm associated with that send me like really beautiful messages for my birthday. And that was like bigger than any gift I could have got, like to hear what people think about me outside of you know yes it was my birthday but the things that people said in their text messages about me and um the type of person I was and my character it was like so refreshing it was a great reminder to know that I still you know as a woman that believes in impacting people lives and being a motivator and and feeling people you know that I come in contact with it's good to know that they you know I still they still see me as that person and I'm still holding up to what God wants me to be so it was like so refreshing um and I had the opportunity you know me and my husband we spend a lot of time together but we spend time together in like uh like momentary like throughout the day we talk you know we talk all the time we text all the time we talk about different things but normally he's doing his thing and I'm doing my thing so for my birthday we got the opportunity to like sit have a drink like adults okay actually like uber to a bar and like drink as much as we wanted didn't have to drive and like sit at the bar and eat and drink as much as we wanted it was so like fun to do that you know we didn't get drunk but we enjoyed some libations and 
we were able to like sit and talk. And that was like a beautiful birthday because I love spending time with my husband. He's so fun. And so he just, he has the greatest personality in my personal opinion. And he makes me like, he is probably one of the funniest people. I like every day he makes me laugh. Like we are like big kids. So when we get into those modes where we like, we like going back, we might be singing a song like 101 or something like that. We get into our modes and we just having a good time. So I love those moments. And my birthday was definitely filled with a bunch of like moments with him. Like, aha, that, that was supposed to be an aha, not a breather. <laughs> but like, aha moments with him. Um, so I celebrated my birthday this, this week and, uh, it's been an ongoing situation. Like I've, it's been an ongoing celebration. I've been seeing so many amazing women doing so many great things in my life, personally in my circle, people that I'm associated with and people that, you know, I don't even know that well that is associated to people that I know and just people in the world in general. So, you know, we just celebrating and shouting out all of those women. So, um, also this week I had some really great conversations with some some of my single friends some of my friends that are in relationships and I've been seeing like a lot of it's been a lot of conversations about dating we always talk about dating in in today's society and you know um talking about the you know Sierra prayer everybody's looking for their person but it's been this video going around about an affirmation that's been going on TikTok and it's like you know I'm speaking that my husband that comes into my life is somebody that's you know this affirmation video I don't know who created the video but it's like this montage of this woman and this man and they're together and they're in this exotic place and it's like these you know I see a lot of women that so happen to be single post this and I was having a conversation with my girlfriend and she's in the process of dating this guy her and this guy's been dating for some time and we were talking about like our um our life I call it the love the life love expectation list aka your Sierra list your Sierra prayer whatever you want to call it um and we were talking about that list and I, I was like going back I was like dang it took, you know, like some people have a list of things they expect from a man. And we hear about expectations for, you know, the type of guy that we want to date all the time. Women talk about it all the time. And men do too. But women, you know, we kind of take over that conversation. Like what we expect from a guy to bring to the table and all of that type of stuff. And I was like, dang. So when I was talking to her, she was like, I knew my list. I've been praying for this man since for for 10 years or eight years excuse me she said it was a long time I was like damn I ain't you know I ain't know what my expectation my love um my life love expectation list was I ain't create one until I experienced until I was ready to experience the next level of being being going to the next level in a relationship and it took me a long time so um I always dated before I met my husband I always dated to just build connections with people like Honestly, a lot of my relationships, like people that I was in long relationships, and when I mean long, like a year to a year and a half, longer than six months, um, was like kind of like based off a of connection. I met that person somewhere. We hit it off, blah, 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 blah. But I didn't know, um, you know, when I was a young woman in my 
early 20s I didn't have any I didn't have an expectation list I was just like we out here like not out here like out here doing free things like I wasn't promiscuous and for those people that were you know that's your thing that's how you learn how to discover yourself that's fine but for me I was just like I'm just out here dating I'm out here talking to guys I'm out here building connections my whole focus my whole focus in my early 20s was to focus on my career what I wanted out of life go after my dreams and um I just was a driven individual. So that started, I had to go back. So we were talking and I was like, man, I need to go back and figure out when I discovered my list. So I was like, you know, we were talking. She was like, you know, I knew when I had dated this guy of the things that I didn't want to deal with. And I was like, dang. So I took it upon myself to to sit and like write a list of all of the things that I learned from the relationships. You know, some people have experience with people's situationships. You might have friends with benefits that you learn situations from. But I focus specifically on the people that I dated for, you know, either it was, you know, dated. I spent a lot of time with this person. We dated more than six months. So I was like being I I decided to go all the way back. So for me, it all started I started discovering my, you know, love, my life, love expectation list when I was in high school. So I first, my, the first, very first boyfriend, serious boyfriend that I had, and he took my virginity was this guy that I dated when I was in high school. So I was, uh, we went to the same church. He was the guy, the music, minister of music at the church or whatever. And we hung out. We, we were friends first. We hung out basically first. And then we started dating and we dated for our relationship was three years, give or take three years. I would say three years. Um, and you know, at that time when you're in high school, well, for me, when I was in high school, my whole focus was like making sure I do everything that I needed to do in school so I can get out of school, get to a great college and follow my dreams. So my junior year, the summer going into my junior year, I got the opportunity. My parents sent me to Paris for a month and I was like, Ew, I'm going to Paris. They gave me the money. I was ready to go shop. I was ready to go, you know, see all of the fabulousness of Paris. And I had a really good time. So I was excited and the person that I was dating was a couple of years older than I was. So he, we were just in different spaces in our lives, but he was excited for me too, you know, and you know, because he was older, he had already experienced a lot in life. And for me, I was at a time in my life where everything was like brand new. I was like getting the opportunity to travel abroad for the first time, be away from my family, you know, get to experience stuff. I was about to go to college and I was just so excited about life. And, um, he understood my ambition, but he didn't fully support it. Like he was like excited for me, but like in a sense, in a sense, envious of the fact that I had all of this freedom because of our age difference. It was some things that he had, he had to like nail down. And, um, so I went to Paris, I came back, our relationship was like, 
filtering a little bit because he was seeing me like become my own person and when we first met you know I was pretty fresh I was pretty like fresh I was like oh you know you know I just um was in I got in well I didn't just get into high school I was a sophomore and I was just trying to figure out my life now I'm a junior and I'm going into my senior year I'm like I got to solidify some things so he saw me making moves he saw me like making intentional decisions and I wasn't, it wasn't that I wasn't including him. I just was just like, you going to be here. Like that, <laughs> that was my mindset. Like you going to be here. So you here, if you you want to leave, you can leave, but you, you, you say you want to stay. So this is what I'm doing. Either you want to move with me or you going to move without me or I'm going to move without you. So things switched really quickly. So my senior year came, I had the opportunity. So when you're ready to go off to college you do college scouting you go visit colleges so I was really adamant about that like finding a school that I wanted to go to for four years that was going to be beneficial to me as a a young professional and I was going to get the best resources I needed I needed to go visit these schools so one of the schools the school that I actually went to shout out to University University of Storm Lake Iowa I they they flew me out they flowed me out y'all I was flewed out they put me up for a week they let me experience what the college was it was like this um college festival event that they had this cultural event that they had and they flew out a bunch of students and I was able to meet all of these students you know all of my peers and some of them actually majority of us ended up going to the school and we you know ended up becoming you know going through our four-year um experience together so while I was there visiting the school I mean I couldn't talk to him like I was on campus living my life I'm like I'm about to go to college I'm about to be I'm about to be away from my parents for the first time this is my independence I was wanting to get the full experience and you know he would call every day and I'd be like I can't talk to you you know I would text him or whatever and um so when I returned he was upset so when I returned he wanted to have a like a sit-down conversation so I was like okay we sit down he was like what is our future what does it look like like you know, what are we going to do? How is our, you know, relationship going to flourish? And I was like, I just don't know. Like, I just feel like you just need to give me the time to go and do what I needed to do. So at this time, he was like, what, what is it? What is it going to be like? Are you, do you want to get engaged or whatever? What, before you go to school? And I'm like, nah, we ain't doing a net. Like, I'm just about to go to school. I want to just go experience. Like, I, I wanted him to stay, but I understood if he went. Like I got it. And our after that conversation, our relationship quickly went sour. Like it was like, I basically was like, I didn't tell him to leave, but it was just like, Hey, you, we both got to do what's best for us. Like he was at a place in his life where he was ready to like have, you know, get married and settle down and all that type of stuff. And I was like, look, I don't know about that. Like, I don't want to do that right now. And so he ended up cheating with me, cheating on me with the, a friend, a close friend of mine's, and they, you know, they, he cheated with her. They ended up together and I ended up going to college. Now, that was a traumatic situation for me because, like I said before, this person was my very first, like, technical boyfriend and I gave him my virginity. So he had a piece of my body and I was really upset and felt very portrayed. But at the end of the day, it was like, it was supposed to happen that way. We were just in different places. So, 
one thing that I added to my list, my life, um, my life love expectation list was that I need somebody that's going to support me and, you know, support me throughout my life. Like whatever decisions I make, he's that person needs to be supportive of what I'm doing. Um, and I think that just support, it just adds so much to a relationship and it lets you know, it sets the expectation of like, it's, it's two way street. I support you. You support me. And if you can't, you know, be able to express the reason why you can't. And he didn't want to he didn't want to come to grips with the fact that, you know, we were just in different places in our lives and he couldn't support me in a way that that was comfortable for him. So, you know, I realized that I needed a lot of support, and especially as a young person and, and as a creative and as an ambitious person, you need somebody that's going to be there to support you. You need somebody that's going to hold the sign when you like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to wear in this marathon. And they like, babe, you got this. You got this, you know? So you need that. Um, so afterwards, <laughs> the next person that I ended up dating, so I didn't date through college because I was just like girl I'm over that like I just want to go live my experience I don't believe I didn't believe in mixing business with pleasure so in college I never dated anybody in my school like I might have talked to some guys you know I might have my little fling or whatever but I never made it serious because I was just like it's no point it was no point of me doing that and I didn't want the drama excuse me, I didn't want the drama that came along with dating somebody in your school. So the summer, (laughs) so the summers, I would come back home (laughs) to say, go back home to St. Louis. And I ended up meeting this guy. And it was like the 4th of July. So we were like, out hanging at the bars this guy was there we hooked up you know we hooked up as far as like hooked up like we connected with him I connected with him so hookup is not the word that I want to use I connected with him and his friends and me and my friends connected with them. And we were like all drinking. We were partying together. And then um, he was a sweet guy. He had a lot of things, you know, he had a lot of interesting things about him. And one thing about me is that, you know, I really, really, really am one of those people that just have a kind heart for people with sad stories. So he came to me. He was like, at the time, I think I was like 21 and he was 30. So I, you know, I have a, it's a line. <laughs> It is a reoccurring experience for me to date older guys. It's just been my thing. But anyway, so he uh, had, had just turned 30 and he was he had just had a stroke, Jeff. So I was like, oh, my God. So my heartstrings is pulled. But he was a really nice guy. He was really sweet. And we just hit it off. You know, that summer he was like my little buddy. Like we was he was my summer fling for me going from, you know, <laughs> my one year to another year and so I my whole goal was like okay we gonna you know he gonna be my temporary thing for the summer whatever and I'm gonna go back to school do my thing focus on what I need to do and you know it did it lingered on until fall so after summer we you know we I went back to school you know he came to visit me during the fall and then things got weird and he started wanting the same thing that the other guy wanted like he wanted a family and he knew I was about to graduate from college and he was like I think we can be together I think and I in my mind I was just like no I'm good so instead of me saying no I don't want to do that I just ghost him I just ghosted him. I didn't even like, I answered phone calls. I answered text messages. I just stopped responding to everything. 
was an adult of me. You know, I really hurt his feelings. Like he sent me like some very long drawn out text messages because I really did hurt him feelings. And I get, I was giving him boyfriend. 10 I was giving him boyfriend energy right like I was like oh yeah that sounds nice like telling him telling him stuff when in reality I knew I didn't I didn't want I didn't want to be with him I knew it so um he would call and he just had a lot he had a lot going on and I should have knew that when I first started talking to him and I saw it but I was just like in my own bag like okay he, we we doing our thing that's it they ain't got nothing to do with me but this person was you know he was getting feelings for me and I was like allowing for him to have those feelings instead of shutting it down when I I realized that he was getting feelings for me so um you know I I was really not shit. I'll be honest. That was like a terrible thing to do to a person. And, uh, you know, I, I take accountability for it. So a year later, I, uh, he reached out to me cause I, I got this opportunity. He congratulated me on something. And before I even said thank you or anything, I had to apologize. I apologized to him and I explained to him the reason why I ghosted him, the reason why I didn't talk to him was because, you know, of his situation and I wasn't looking for something serious and I should have communicated that to him earlier. And I just felt like, um, you know, he needed that closure because he kept on saying, well, why are you not talking to me? Why are you? And I just was like, I just was like, okay. I don't, you know, like stop texting me. Like he was bothering me, but he had a reason to, because I basically was, you know, I broke his heart and I didn't even, I wasn't, that wasn't an intention, but I just didn't communicate. So in this particular situation, I, you know, I had to add developing communication to my expectation list because my love, my life, love expectation list, you know, people's communication styles are different. And because I was young and I was just only concerned about myself, I didn't understand the power of communicating within a relationship. So I had to learn how to do that. I need, I needed to learn how to communicate myself and I need, you know, you also need somebody that's able to communicate what they want to you. So I added, you know, communication to my list because I wasn't a great communicator when it came to that. And I could have handled that situation differently. And he wasn't, he, he overly communicated what he wanted and I didn't communicate what I wanted. So, you know, I, I had to add that to my list and you have to understand, understanding different communication styles. I know for me and my husband, we were, we struggled at the beginning of our relationship with our communication because we communicate differently. We come from different places. We, we do things differently and our communication styles are different. So we had to learn how to communicate together, like figure out our communication language. Um, so after that, <laughs> I um, graduated from college. So after college, I was just like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm just having a good time. I always was the person that's just when it comes to when it came today. And I was just building connections with people. Like if something took place, if we got into a relationship, that's great. That means that the connection was strong and you were beneficial. But to me, I never took dating serious. Where I'm looking for a man. I'm looking for a man. I'm look- I was just like, if I meet this person, I meet this person. If I don't, then I won't like, uh, and at the time mentally, I wasn't ready to be in a serious relationship. I was just so selfish. I was concerned about me. I'm like, I don't want to, 
don't want to do any of that. So after college, I um, dated around and um, I dated, I started dating um, this guy that I met and who is now has now is now my best friend. We've been best friend for over two, 10 years. And um, we met at this Halloween party through a cult worker and we began, we dated for a short period of time and it just didn't work. Like <laughs> we were just kind of like the same type of person. We were headstrong. We knew exactly what we wanted out of life. We had ambition, but we just didn't want to compromise our own being and what we want out of life for the other person we weren't willing to compromise and I definitely wasn't like the things that he was requiring I was like look I ain't doing none of that like don't even come to me with it don't even talk to me about it I'm not doing none of it but we realized we were better off as friends so our friendship um helped me understand the value of having a spouse that is your best friend because although our relationship didn't work we were great friends if we were had started off as friends we probably would have done okay with the relationship it probably wouldn't have last but we probably would have done okay but it just didn't work but he made me realize that I needed I needed somebody that my best that's my best friend your best friend that you know he helped me understand my rights and my wrongs in dating I, I feel like having a platonic friend is good but when your spouse is your best friend oh my god is the bomb like y'all do like like I said earlier in the episode like me and my husband like do crazy stuff together he my best friend like we like we ride or die okay and I mean, he was my voice of reason and my husband is my voice of reason because he is my best friend and he gives me best of both worlds. So I understood that having someone that is your best friend and being having a friendship first in, in your before you guys fall in love is so important. I think that's great because that means that you want to be around that person all day long because not, you know, even when you are not feeling them you love them because you love the person they are as a friend right so I think that was like very beneficial so that situation that short period of time dating um it was you know beneficial because I learned the value of having a friend being having a friend um for spouse so here we are I uh, stopped dating my best then now best friend then the guy I was dating and um I think like a couple of years passed so I gave myself a couple of years I gave myself a couple of years between my dating life I ain't just jump from one guy to another guy and not not in the past but you know I did it between my husband and the guy that I'm gonna talk about last but um I just gave myself a breather. I, I allowed for myself to like take some time to figure out what I wanted to do and regroup from situations before I got into another situation. So um, a couple of years after dating um, my my best friend, I real I was a part of this show and um, my co-star, the guy was my co-star and we started dating because we spent a lot of time together. Like when you spend a lot of time with somebody, sometimes it's convenience and we started dating he was an older guy child this this reoccurring older guy um conversation but he was an older guy that was divorced and he had kids from his previous marriage so he had a lot of baggage child and um we were um we dated for like a, a year and a half and 
During the time that I dated him, I was in the process. I was transitioning from going like I had took a couple of years off to like a, a leap year to discover what I wanted to do before I like experience life a little bit after school and give myself like a gap year to like experience life before I went to grad school. So during the time that I dated him, I was preparing to go to grad school. So I'm applying to all of these schools or whatever. And he was like very supportive of my accomplishments. I don't know it was because he was just much wiser than I was. And he had already experienced a lot in life. But excuse me, he um was very protective over my, my dreams and my decisions. And he wanted me to like really go forth with everything that I wanted to accomplish. So at the time I had I applied for grad school, I got into grad school and the months leading up to me leaving for grad school, he kept his distance. It was like, I, we were not intimate. We did not, you know, if I was out too long, he'd be like, nah, we got to go back. Cause you got to go do what you need to do to get ready for school or get your paperwork together. Or go ahead and pack and go ahead and figure out what you need to do. Or you need to save money because you need to be able to um, have enough money for when you live and, you know, when you move across country, you need to just prepare. So he was very protective of making sure that I get to my goal. And, you know, at that time, um, I was still like my party girl, but I had my decisions. But, you know, I was I, I was easily so I, I could be easily swayed sometimes a little bit. At this time, I was definitely like, oh, well, I want to go to school, but I don't want to leave you. And I knew that in my mind, in mind, and he knew in my mind, in mind, that it wasn't going to last. We were just in different places. And he wanted me to go, you know, achieve my goal. And he was very, he was very protective when it came to that, making sure that I protect my space and making sure that he protected me from making decisions that could alter my life, especially at that time. So I added to my list and I appreciated him for that because it was a lot of things that I accomplished that I probably wouldn't have if I I didn't have that his protective voice of reason at that time and as a person that was dating me that wanted me to be there but he was just like look I know you got I know you got life you got to live I'm not gonna hold you back I appreciated that so I really really take protection so serious like my whole life I've been protected by the people in my family members and my brothers and my cousins and my mother and everybody. But protection for me is like protection, not only from my spouse can be physical, but it needs to be mental and spiritual. So my husband does that for me spiritually, physically. He protects me. He makes sure I'm good. I'm I'm safe mentally. He protects me from outside voices and from myself. Like when I'm doubting myself or, you know, somebody is trying to come and disrupt my mental, my husband comes and intersect that. Like he, he throws, he knocking down, he fouling everybody. Like he, he's doing that. And then spiritually, when I'm having a spiritual welfare, he comes in and he prays for me. So protection for me from my spouse goes physical, mental, and spiritual. Um, so, I mean, I learned that from him knowing that I needed that on my list. That was something that I, ne- I needed on my list. Um, and then, so <laughs> here we are. I moved to New York is this is like six years ago, six or seven years ago. I moved to New York. Um, I chilling, you know, when you move to a new city, it's kind of hard to start dating because you don't know people, people crazy as hell, especially in New York. You don't know who you, you, who you about to be dealing with. And I was just like, okay, so before, let me say this. 
before I moved back to New York, before I moved back to the East Coast and moved to New York, I told my best friend, I was like, my husband is in New York City. And he was like, well, how do you know that? I said, I know my husband is in New York City. Walk with me out. So I started dating this guy. Um, I meet him on a train. So, so dangerous, child. At the time, it wasn't. But I met him on the train. We exchanged numbers. And then we started, like, talking, communicating. We went on a couple of dates. We started dating or whatever. So we dated for a year and, like, a couple of months. And this great person but he had a lot of childhood trauma that he needed to work through like it was a lot of things that he hadn't forgave he he wasn't forgiving people for he just had a a a shallowistic mind in a sense like he was everything was about the bag and making sure you got the bag and you know he was tricking and all that type of stuff like like let me put it in alignment terms. He was one of those people that believed that money can solve a lot of problems instead of like actually communicating. He wasn't a great communicator. He just had a lot of red flags. Great person. When I moved to New York, he was the first person that showed me around the city, you know, got me acclimated to safety and all of that type of stuff and getting familiar with the lay of the land. So I appreciated him for that. But us being in a relationship, we should have just been friends. And, you know, I... I really honestly think we got together for shallow reasons. Like he was a nice looking guy and I was a nice looking young lady. And, you know, we just was attracted to one another physically more than we were. We had more stuff in common. A lot of stuff didn't add up for us. Like we wasn't, you know, he wasn't, I'm a praying woman. I believe in God and I believe in the power of God. He prayed, but he didn't believe in, you know, the word of God that much or, um, he didn't, and he didn't really know God for himself. Like he would go through stuff and I'd be like, you got to pray about it. And he'd be like, nah, I ain't doing it. Like I ain't doing it. Um, he just, he just didn't understand himself enough to be with me. And it was like a lot of times I would be um, praying about something and God would reveal to me, this is how I knew that this person wasn't. Because every time that we would hang out or something, we would get into an argument about something. I'd be like, God, whatever it would be, it would be. Because he was just not aligned with what I was going with and it was like we were forcing something that just shouldn't have never happened but he was the transition for something greater to come okay so after um you know we got into a disagreement about something and shortly after that he just he ghosted me y'all he stopped responding to my calls he stopped showing up and I think the argument was about um him coming home to visit my parents and he did come home for the holidays to visit my my family but it was like he didn't he didn't want to fly when I flew out and I was just like you know when are you coming and it was just like a, a lot of run around and I was getting upset and was like this is important to me you said you want to meet my family like I don't just bring random people to meet my family so it was like that and then after we went for the holidays shortly after that, like at the beginning of the year, he just started like moving different. Everything started for him. He was not showing up. He was not responding to text messages. He basically ghosted me for a whole month. Like I, it was a whole month of me. Like, what are you doing? Like me saying, Hey, do you not want to do this? Cause if you don't want to do it, let me know. So I can go on about my business. You come get your shit. So that's how I felt. So finally, the day before Valentine's Day, he dumped me through text messaging. Y'all. 
I think to this day, I think that is funny. Like I like saying that I was dumped through text messaging because I think it's just funny. Like it shows the character of that person, not, not the character of me, but it, it's just funny. Like when people be like, Oh, y'all broke up. I was like, nah, he dumped me through text messaging. <laughs> But I mean, nobody mentions that person when the story comes up is about is around people that knew me at that time. But it's just so funny. And, um, you know, I was mad. I was upset. I was upset because I knew that he wasn't the person that I should have brought home to my parents. And I did it anyway. So you go into those like shallow situations and you go against the grain of what God is telling you to do. Okay. Like you got to listen to that voice on the inside. God will reveal to you the people that are not supposed to be there, especially the people that you're entertaining that is not supposed to be there for a long season. That year and them two months, honey, that was too long. He should have been there for 17 days, you know, but he had a purpose. He had a purpose and he made me realize that adding to my life, my life love expectation list that I need someone that personally has a relationship with God for themselves. I can't, I can, people can, cause people can come to you and they don't know God, but they want to know God for themselves. And you're the person that's going to help them discover who God is in their personal relationship with God. But you know, they got to be open. He was not completely open with that. He wasn't really open with that. And he also taught me that we got to have similar life goals. It was a lot of conversations that we had about our future. It was like one conversation. He was like, we can't celebrate Christmas. We can't celebrate Thanksgiving. So I was like, okay, so uh, what are we doing? Like how we, what are our new traditions? And then like, he didn't want me to take our future, future kids, if we had it to church. I was like, then I go to church, so I'm supposed to lead them with you. It was just like things that just didn't add up. We we wanted certain different things. He wanted to live here. I wanted to live in another place. Life just wasn't, life just wasn't, um, you know, it just didn't add up. So you have to have similar goals. So I say all that to say that after everything after I was dumped after he sent that text message I went and I did a prayer you call it your Sierra prayer you could call it your I you know speaking to fruition prayer your affirmation prayer I don't know but I went to go pray and I asked God for specific things I started listening I said God send me somebody that's supportive send me somebody able to communicate and we're able to figure out how to communicate God send me somebody that wants to be my friend we have a great friendship we come together and we have good times together God send me somebody that's gonna protect me and I'm able to protect him and we I feel protected around him and God send me somebody that has a personal relationship with you somebody that knows you and somebody that wants the same things out of life similar things out of life that I want we on a similar goal we on a similar goal um journey like I I went and I prayed that prayer and then lo and behold my birthday is on March 8th right so my husband, I knew him before the year before the year I was dating the other guy. I did a, pro- we did a project together and, um, he was a part of it and we kept in connect. So for my birthday, I did like a birthday brunch and I, um, asked him to, I invited him to come and, um, I texted him and he said the most kindest thing that I will never, ever forget. And to this day, this man holds up to everything that he says. 
with his words and action. So he said to me, and I don't even think he knew these words and still probably doesn't know the power of these words to me on that day, because I was like really sad. And it was a lot of, when I got dumped, I had just got a great opportunity. It was a lot of great things happening, but I was just like so upset that I allowed for this person to take my energy and take me away. So when I invited him, he said, he responded, I wouldn't miss it for anything in the world. Oh my God. Like, the words still give me chills today because at that moment in my life, I was just like, it's some, I got great in this person, this person that I allow for to be in my life was going to disrupt the joy that I, you know, the joy that I have for life right now. And I was like down about my birthday because I had just got dumped a couple of weeks before. So he said that and it just changed my whole thing. So at brunch, we linked, we, we talked. We connected over music. Our, our our favorite artist is Miguel. So, you know, we connected over that. And um, afterwards, after the brunch, we didn't talk. He did my charity art event. So he was live painting for one of my events a couple of weeks afterwards. And um, so at the event, I decided to shoot my shot. Like I was flirting with him. I thought he was cute. I was telling him he was nice. I thought he was talented or whatever, whatever. And, uh, after the event, we went to go get, get Kennedy's chicken. And I don't know if you guys know what Kennedy's chicken for people that's in New York, they know what it is, but Kennedy's chicken is just like, um, it's just a hood chicken spot. Like they got chicken for, for the low, low, they fries be crispy and they, they sell like this really good, uh, like ice cream. I mean, it's just a hood spot. They sell a lot of type of stuff and they open like we hours a night. It's like 24 hours, isn't it? to three in the morning but anyway so we stayed up all night talking and we have been inseparable since that day like I mean our our love the way that we got together was so easy it was so effortless it was like God knew that he was gonna bring my husband soon after the dude let me release me from that situation because I'm gonna say he released me because I was holding on because I was like what is going on because I really was like my husband is in New York and when I was intentional about finding love that's when you get your heart that's when you start seeing the shit that you need to work on (laughs) like that's when you start really having to put your life your life love expectation listen you know you got to start creating it when I was intentional about being married having kids you know wanting to be with someone I mean I was just like my list all over the place and he the young man before my husband helped me realize I needed to create a freaking list. I needed to know what my expectations are for somebody that I'm getting into a relationship with or that I want to spend my life with. I can't just be going out here blindly. I couldn't be as free as I was before because at the time I was only thinking about myself. Now I'm thinking about adding someone to my life and me being added to someone, someone's life. So I needed my list. I needed my list. Um, so I, I was so blessed to, you know, God sent him in a package. Like he literally came a couple of weeks after and was just like, where did you come from, sir? And he was there the whole time. Like we were in passing. It's, it's just so strange how God will bring two people together. And the, a, a year, a year, bef- the year before I met 
the guy that I was dating, he had got done via text message. My husband got done via text message from his ex-girlfriend. And we were just both in a place where we were intentional. And he was speaking. He, sp- he did his own prayer. We both prayed for the things that we wanted. We spoke out loud what we wanted from the person that we wanted to intentionally be in love with. So, you know, intention changes the outlook of how you look at your life partner. And, you know, I realized that um, you want to be intentional. You want to be intentional with your love and know what your 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 life love expectation list look like. I wanted to share that with you guys because I want to know what your what is your life love expectation list. And if you got one, if you don't have one or you have one thing that you just expect from the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And um, you know, this journey of love is you know everybody experiences love everybody can experience love and everybody's love journey is going to be different but you know knowing what you want and knowing what you can um take and what knowing knowing what you can handle plays a major part in finding the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with not through marriage it don't have to be through marriage it can just be through commitment it doesn't have to always end in marriage or just finding someone that makes you happy and brings you joy and brings you peace and brings you everything and adds value to who you are, adds on to the things that you bring to the table. It's so important. I mean, I hope you guys, I really, really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I, you know, I done gave y'all some tea on my life, but I don't mind sharing it because I found the, the love of my life through my journey and I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed. I'm not one of those people that really give a hell what people thought because the person that I'm spending the rest of my life with I'm so head over heels for this man and you know God knew the perfect plan he had the perfect package for my husband and I I couldn't be more honored to have him as my lifelong spouse and my lifelong partner and my best friend for life for life um I thank you guys so much for listening to this this week's episode go ahead and follow me at Alana Fuss on Instagram, Twitter, I'm tweeting sometimes, y'all, and TikTok. And don't forget to check us out on RageRaceNetwork.com, Spotify, Apple Music, and also Amazon Music. And don't forget, this is my model, and I hope you guys are living this. Don't forget, sling for you is the best lifestyle to live. I hope you guys have a nice week. Talk to you soon.